This is a Radio 1 91FM podcast. A University of Otago study has found that over the decade of 2007 to 2017, carbon dioxide emissions from passenger travel to and from New Zealand has risen by 60%, while passenger numbers and distance travelled only rose by 46% over the period. This increase has raised concerns um, of aviation, sorry, as well as the fact that aviation accounts for more than 2% of global emissions, no entity or country are liable for the international aviation emissions. We are now joined by Assistant Research Fellow from the Otago University Department of Physics, ANATAR, to tell us about the research, what it means for the climate, and what needs to be done to address aviation emissions. Kia ora, how's it going? Good, thank you. So to start off with, could you tell us a little bit about how this research was undertaken? Yeah, so the the core of the research is we managed to get fuel uplift data from AirBP at Auckland Airport. Um, and this is normally very hard to get because it's commercially sensitive. Um, you know, the airlines don't want their individual data being spread out there. Um, but we got some generalised data from them and Airways, who manage civil aviation in New Zealand, gave us flight information Um And so using those two, we were able to work out the emissions for international aviation. And so your research has found that passenger travel-related carbon dioxide emissions have significantly risen. Um, How is it that this is not just because more people are travelling by planes? What are the other factors at play here? Yeah, so initially we had thought, you know, before the calculations were done, that it would be due to a rise in passenger numbers or... Distance travelled is obviously a big factor in um, how it works out on a per-passenger basis. But what the like crux of the paper is, is calculating these emissions factors. So you can use those to work out how much like a single person flying from Auckland to London return, what their individual carbon footprint would be for mm-hmm. that. Um, and we scaled that up for all of the... Uh, people leaving New Zealand and people coming to New Zealand as well as freight and what that showed us is that between 2007 and 2017 those emissions factors had increased where you would expect them to decrease Um, and in the case of short haul that stayed exactly the same which again you would expect that to decrease because um, the industry literature says that there's efficiency improvements in like mechanical processes and things like that every year. So that's the that's the problem that we found, really. Right. So on that note, um, we've been aware that externalities like excess emissions from aviation for a long time. Um, and during this time, planes have continued to develop and advance. Why haven't these advancements include things like aeroplanes becoming more environmentally efficient, or have they? Um, I They have. It's... But it's it's a difference of, you know, like if you buy a car, a newer car is going to produce less emissions than an older car. But you can also still use a new car in a way such that it's going to produce like much more emissions than it could, right? You get like the idealised statistic of a car using like five litres of petrol per 100 kilometres. But then if you actually keep track of it, it's never going to quite meet that. Um, and so it's a difference between, like, theoretical 
efficiency improvements, which are absolutely happening, um, and the way things are ap- actually being operated. Um, mm-hmm. So is this um, kind of also, or what role do airlines play in that scenario? Um, it's really hard to say from the data that we had because we didn't have any individual airline mm-hmm. information, but that comparison between 2007 and 2017 kind of shows that there must be changes within individual airlines and as well as across the airlines servicing New Zealand. Um, but yes, we don't know specifically what individual airlines are doing. Right, yeah, and so the data period for your research ended in 2017, as you said, (laughs) but given the um, change to passenger aviation over the past, well, almost three years due to the COVID-19 pandemic, um, has this had an effect at all, or are we already back at pre-COVID-19 levels of emission, or could it even be worse? So this isn't, I I really only have, um, you know, like news information regarding Mm -hmm. this, this isn't work that I've done but I believe we're still in New Zealand below um, you know pre-COVID passenger levels but obviously there's been a huge drive in the tourism industry to get the passenger levels back up because we're so reliant on it as a country for for um, as a huge component of our GDP um, there's there was, yeah, I mean, there was a dip, right? There was hardly anyone flying in and out of New Zealand. But those flights, some of them were still operating because of the government stimulus to get, to make sure that we had access to air freight. Air mm-hmm. freight's always been very important to the New Zealand economy as well. Um, but yes, I don't know what's going to happen with that in the future. A central problem with emissions from international aviation is that no one country is liable for them. Mm -hmm. Um, What are the implications of this? I mean, it means, at least currently, that both, like, there's not really any accounting for it. There's not data that's available because no one has to report it to, like, a body, an international body, Um, we don't really have to keep track of it. So it's it can be hard to just even work out how big the problem is. We have an idea, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also means that it's, it's a bit of an emissions black hole, really, because we can, as a country, cut down on the emissions we are liable for under the Paris Agreement and Kyoto Protocol, but we don't have to feel responsible as a country for our international aviation. Um, And that's not a perspective that's necessarily going to get us gains when it comes to tackling climate change. Right. So does that mean that um, international aviation could actually account for far more than 2% of global emissions? Um, I think currently, no. But one of the things that the International Panel uh, Panel on Climate Change pointed out in their um, projections forward is that as countries decarbonise everything else and as transport becomes decarbonised where possible, the 
share of global emissions that international aviation takes up is going to increase, obviously, because it's much harder to decarbonise. And even if we are keeping it stable at current levels, as everything else decreases in its carbon intensity, that's going to become a larger portion of the like pie chart of global emissions. Mm-hmm. And speaking of things like the Kyoto Protocol and Paris Agreement, why are these sorts of agreements insufficient when it comes to um, this problem? I think um, this is not really my area of expertise, but um, it's always been very difficult to tackle civil aviation because it's so tied in with things like military Mm-hmm. There was a big problem um, with shipping emissions for the same reason. Um, it it tangles in a bunch of things that countries don't necessarily want to commit to reducing. Um, right, so what kind of actions could better address this problem of aviation emissions? Um, I mean, certainly having... Even, you know, non-binding commitments at a country level. Uh, I think it's always slightly overlooked what consumers can do, individuals. Um, it can be it can be hard to come up with solutions, but I think choosing when and how you fly is a really... Like, has a lot of potential to be a very, like, meaningfully meaningful step in aviation emissions not to say that everyone should give up flying exclusive like entirely but yeah great well thank you for coming on this morning oh thank you for having me that was Anatar with the otago university department of physics talking about a recently published piece um, on the topic of carbon dioxide emissions from passenger aviation Thanks for listening to Radio 191 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.